Hey mama, welcome back to the Wholesome Mama Show. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the elephant in the room. Everyone yells at their kids. What are we going to do about it? Let's get into today's episode around what to do when you have lost the plot. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. Okay, if you are anything like me, truth be told, let's be real here. I still do, I'm getting much better, but I still do yell at my kids. I just, it's hard, y'all. It's hard to to not. Anyway, I'm getting much better. So today I'm going to talk to you about what I do when I do yell at my kids because, you know, we can either drown ourselves in the shame of, feeling like you're a bad mom, convincing yourself that you're a bad mom, covering yourself in mom guilt, you know, telling yourself you're a terrible mom, you should not yell at your kids, no one else yells at their kids, you know, telling yourself that story and letting that eat at you or we can talk it through with our kids. So yes, it's not ideal to yell, but yelling doesn't make you a bad mom. It just usually means, and this is like a whole nother conversation, but it just usually means that you are tired, tick, you're emotional, tick, you're probably a little bit hormonal, tick, but side note, PMS, you know, you've, if you've listened to the podcast, if you have not heard my interview with Rosie Nerney, then make sure you go back uh, and listen to that, but PMS is not you're not meant to, we're not meant to have PMS. So PMS is not an excuse to lose it at our kids. But yelling usually means that we are at the end of our rope. So what can we do? And I'm going to talk through the few steps that I do when I have yelled at my kids so I can not yell at them in the future. So here's what I do after I have lost it. And trust me, there are times when I absolutely do. So the first thing that I do is I apologize. So whoever I have yelled at, I get down on their level, make eye contact with them. And I say to them, I'm really sorry that I just yelled at you. 
that wasn't a nice way to talk to you. I don't like being yelled at. I know you don't like being yelled at. So I'm really sorry that I yelled at you. And most of the time that kind of stops them in their tracks to go like, hang on. You were just yelling at me and now you're sorry that you yelled at me. And it's not to, it's not blaming them. I'm not blaming them and saying, you know, because this is what I did in, in the early stages of trying to go to more walk towards this more gentle, uh, intentional parenting approach was I would say, I'm really sorry, but you didn't do as you were told. So that made mommy yell. Hands up if you have ever said that before. My hand is up. So I don't blame them or tell them that they made me do it. I take full responsibility for my actions, for the way, because I, I am in control of me. I am absolutely in control of whether I choose to yell at them or not. No matter how tired, no matter how emotional, no matter how many buttons of mine they've been pushing that day, I am in control of what that point is when I lose it. So I will get down on their level, look them in the eye and say, I'm really sorry that I yelled at you. It's not, it was not kind for mummy to yell at you and I'm very sorry. So then, and that kind of opens, opens the doorway up to the next step, which is to really connect with them. And so in this, I talk through with them the situation so we can both understand each other. So for instance, yesterday, I yelled at my daughter um, because she wouldn't get out of the car fast enough. We were, we were going into a shop. Uh, we had been kind of doing, we had a big day. We had women come over from our church in the morning. Um, and then we had a few things that we had to do in the afternoon. And one thing that we had to do was run into this shop. Uh, and she wouldn't get out of the car enough and quick enough. And I'll go into, I'll go into that a little bit later in one of the other steps. But I yelled at her going, come on, just get out. I don't understand what's taking you so long. Anyway, and then I stopped and said, I'm really sorry that I yelled at you. Wasn't, wasn't speaking kindly when I was yelling at you. I'm really sorry. And she just kind of looked at me and went, okay, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, and then I talked to her, I said, I, I just need, we need to hop out of the car so we can just race into this shop um, and, get, and get the few things that we need to get. Okay. And then she was able to hop out of the car. So then what I do, so after I connect with them, and you know, this, it's for lots of different ways. Usually, and I will go into this in more detail in the um, reflect step, but usually I, I yell because they're not doing something or what they are doing is messing with what I want to do. My, honestly, my selfish plans. So by, by connecting with them, I'm telling them what I, what I want. You know, I, I want you to hop out of the car so we can run in to the shop. And then what I do is I then, the next step is to come to a solution. So this is together, come up 
with a solution. And by together, I really mean me, you know, because I'm the mum and um, but what I do by, so by together, I really mean me letting them know what will be happening, but giving them a choice about something along the way. So with my daughter getting out of the car yesterday, you know, I, I apologized to her. I connected with her. And then I said, we, we need to hop out of the car so that we can go into this, this shop. Um, get the few things that we need and then we're going to then we're going to come back in the car and drive home because she wanted to go home and then I said to her would you like to bring in your she had a little handbag purse um, with her would you like to bring your purse into the shop or would you like to keep your purse in the car and to bring it into the shop okay so just by giving her that choice and, you know, a lot of the time, some people will say, oh, well, giving them a choice is like rewarding them for doing the wrong behavior. But it's not really because one, she wasn't really doing anything detrimentally bad. Like she wasn't, she wasn't hitting, she wasn't doing anything like that. She wasn't hurting anybody. Um, so anyway, so giving her a choice. And that just helps them to move them on. She said, I want to bring my bag with me. In we went into the shop, did what we had to do. Uh, and that was, it was over. So if it is something like hitting, let's take the example of hitting. So what, what we do when someone does hit and this, we have really uh, only been implementing this for a little while now. Uh, we had a different, different approach up until a few weeks ago when we read the Loving Your Kids on Purpose book by Denny Silk. If you have not read that book, you need to pause this episode right now, go and write it down somewhere or go on Audible and put it on your wish list or just get it. Go, go and get it somewhere. Um, it is and I messaged the beautiful mum friend that I have who told me to read the book. I messaged her after I read it and was like, wow, that, that is game changing. And I was even telling my husband the other night, because it's probably been a few weeks, maybe a month now that we have been really implementing the strategies from that book, um, that it's working, <laughs> you know, it's working so much better than yelling or threatening to, you know, take these things off them or do whatever. So yeah, anyway. So say your child has has hit. What we do, if let's say for instance, I'm going to pick up my poor son and say that he has hit his sister. If he does that, I will say, uh-oh, you have chosen to, to not be kind. So I'm going to take you away. You're going to go into your room because you are being unsafe. And when you choose to be kind, you can come back out. It's your choice. You can take as long as you want. But when you're, when you're ready to be kind to your sister, then you can come out of your room. Now, there will be times where he will spend like five minutes in his room. There will be time where he spends five seconds in his room. But as soon as he walks out that door, he and it only took like three times of him getting brought back to his room because he was being unkind again he got it like blow my mind amazing 
So what I used to do though was, well, early days I would threaten him with probably smacking him and then yell at him and lose my mind over how dare you hit. We do not hit. Hitting is bad. So see how there's such a different approach than just yelling. Because really when we are yelling, we are just getting all these emotions on top of each other. So let's think of another scenario. And of course, I'm drawing a complete mental blank. Uh, but say it is time your, um, your kids have been watching TV and it's time to come and sit up for dinner or time to help come and set the table for dinner. They don't want to turn off the TV because they're kids and they love watching TV if yours are anything like mine. And then this just becomes from, okay, it's time to turn turn off the TV and come and set the table. No, I don't want to. I want to keep watching dinner. Well, no, I said that when this episode's finished, you have like, and it can just quickly explode. So say in that moment, you do lose it. You do yell. What can you do? First, apologize. So get down on their level. I'm really sorry for yelling at you. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't kind for me to, to yell at you. And I'm really sorry because I know that that hurts your heart. Then connect. So talk through the situation. Remember when I turned, when we turned the TV on and it's using the we language. You know, when we turned the TV on, we agreed that after this episode, uh, it was time to, to help mommy come and set the table. So that is you then connecting with them, talking through the situation so you can understand each other and let them and let them be okay that they were sad to turn off the TV. I know that you wanted to watch more, more Bluey. It's Bluey in our house. I don't know what it is in your house, but it's Bluey in our house. I know that you wanted to watch more Bluey and you're really sad that we have to turn it off, aren't you? Yeah, that's okay. So how about... We, we come and set the table together. Would you like to use the blue plate or the red plate tonight? And giving them that choice for the thing that they are going to do. It's not giving them a choice about the thing that they were doing that we yelled about. It's giving them a choice of what, what it is that you are wanting them to do and giving them that solution to, choose, to make that choice and that decision in that, in that time. And this has been so helpful in scenarios like that. What could escalate and just blow up, you know, to even use these steps without the yelling. And, you know, when, when it's time to turn off the TV, you just say, Okay, that's the end of the episode. Remember we said that after this episode, we were going to set the table together. What plate are you going to have tonight? Are you going to have the blue plate or the red plate? And you can use these steps to help yourself to not yell. So the, the next two steps, so they're the three main steps, but I want to take it further with two more steps for things that you can do when you really do yell and feel like like that. So coming up with the solution together just wasn't enough. So the first thing that you might need to do is reset, is to actually go and reset. So sometimes I will actually 
I'll do the first read. I'll apologize. I'll connect with the child. And then together we'll come up with a solution. And then I might go, okay, you do this. You know, mommy, just needs, mommy just needs to go and have a drink of water. Mommy just needs to go and wash her face. Mommy just needs to go outside for a minute. And I might go and get the sun on my face and take some deep breaths. You know, there's a few, there's a few things. And this, I talk about resetting yourself and resetting the day in the free as a mama course. That's all in there. In one of the modules, we go into a big, deep, um, a big, deep dive into what happens when you feel like you need to hit reset and how practical ways for you to do that. Because a lot of the time it is, it is a mental, it is a mental shift that we need to make happen. And for me, you know, particularly when, when I might be disagreeing with my husband, for instance, and it doesn't even need to be that we've yelled at each other. And like, it just might be that I'm just, I'm just a little bit dirty. I'm just a little bit filthy and have a little bit of a grudge, or there's just something going on that I'm not happy about. And I will need to go, okay, I just need to go and I just need to go and have five minutes. And I will be able to have internal dialogue to myself. And I really hope that you are with me in this. Otherwise, you're going to think that I'm crazy. But I will, I will know that I am in a dirty mindset. I know that I'm, I'm just not helping anyone. I'm not helping myself by being in this mindset, but I want to stay in it because I'm right. And I have a right to feel this way. And you know what I mean? You get stuck in that mindset. And so being able to remove yourself from the situation and just go, okay, I'm just going to go and have a drink of water and wash my face. I don't know why that I'm pretty sure that was um, the washing your face was from the from my psychologist that I had uh, and it's just been one of those things that just stuck with me and so it's one of my mechanisms that I use but then once I have done that it is like a choice okay I'm going to choose when I have after I have finished washing my face I'm choosing to be happy I'm choosing that it's a clean slate now and when I come out of the bathroom I am refreshed and we're able to start again. And that is doing an action and doing a thing helps you to shift your mindset. So I've made the choice that I'm, I'm going to be happy and get over my stinky attitude. So that was, that was the first reset. And then the second thing that you can do after is to reflect. So at the end of the day, or even in that moment that I am you know, mentally pushing reset, I will try and figure out the real reason that I yelled. So for instance, with my daughter, and now that I'm consciously aware of it, because I've done it so many times, I, in the moment of yelling, can pinpoint actually the root cause of why I have lost it. And if I'm honest, as I said, it's usually because the child was stopping me from doing something that I wanted to do on my timeline. It's like my daughter from getting out too slowly in the car 
she was still getting out. She was just getting out too slowly for me. Like, and that just sounds sounds ridiculous that I would lose it and yell at her over that. But it was because she was stopping the things going to my timeline plan. So, you know, and and it can be so many other things. It can be that, as I said, I lost it because I have PMS, which is really not an excuse because it means that something is out in my body where maybe I haven't eaten well enough or drunk enough water or whatever. Uh, or it can be that I'm just I'm just upset because the clothes that I the outfit that I had in mind today to wear I put on and it looked silly. And so then that is in the back of my mind. And then when my child does something, something minor that I usually wouldn't snap over, I snap and I lose it. So it's looking and reflecting on what is what is the real reason? What is the root cause of me yelling at? And so, as I said, being consciously aware of that, when I do lose it, I'm able to figure that out in the moment. And, you know, and then use that in when you are apologizing. I'm really sorry that I yelled at you. And it's not to make it an excuse. I'm really sorry that I yelled at you. It was not kind for me to talk to you like that. And I'm very sorry. Mummy's just been stressed because of something that happened at work yesterday. And I took it out on you and, and I shouldn't have. And I'm very sorry. You know, being real and being upfront and honest with them uh, is so important as well. But that, and it has helped me reflecting on the real reason has helped me to be aware of it and more listen to my body more so I don't get to that point of yelling and losing it. So I'd love to know if if you found this helpful, if you if you have some other um, mechanisms that you use to help with um, frustration and yelling, but I'll just quickly go over those steps again. So first is to apologize. So get down on their level, look them in the eye and apologize. Connect with them. Talk through the situation together so you understand each other. And then solution. Come up with the solution, um, which, you know, is you letting them know what's going to happen but giving them a choice with something. And then the bonus two is to reset and reflect. As I said, I'd love to know if you found this helpful, what you do. Um, you know, if you go and try this and let me know how you go, I'd love to, I'd love to know. And if you do feel like you need more help with this, as I said, this we go through in the free as a mama course. You know, we talk about the mindset stuff and resetting and the practical ways to help you. Um, get through get through each day in the midst of motherhood. So you can go to wholesomemama.com. There's a courses tab there that you can click on. That's got all the info for free as a mama on there. But I hope that that has blessed you and helped you. And no, mama, you are not a bad mom. Don't eat at yourself with shame and guilt for yelling at your kids. It's just, you know, knowing the, the mechanisms and having the, 
strategies under your belt to help you going forward. So I hope that that has helped equip you with those. So be blessed and I will see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.